All right, hello everyone. Welcome back after summer break. You're listening to What's Your Number? The Chronicle. <laughs> Two well-traveled women as told through sexual experiences. I'm Olivia and I'm in New York. And I'm Mariah and I'm also in New York. We're in one place. We're together. We're in the same place for about 48 hours. It is amazing. Slightly more than that actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be recording for 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> or preparing. We were wrong all along. No one will ever know how you paint yourself beneath the clothes and all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's very exciting to see you in real life. I kind of can't believe it. I know. It's like, it's, but it's, it's also like, I wasn't sure what it was going to like be like in the sense that I was like, is it going to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to see you. You know how sometimes you don't see people and you're like, oh my God, it's so crazy to see you. But like, yeah, honestly seeing you, I was like, yep, there she is. Yeah. It just got the most natural thing in the world. It kind of felt like, just like, (laughs) I felt like, I mean, like I've talked to you more like, I talk to you more regularly than I do, like, most other friends who are not in the same place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely true. I, it's, well, that's the nice thing about people that like, you keep in touch with and you yeah. chat with, although we have talked about how we, um, we don't talk enough about, about our current lives because we talk so much about our past lives together. We do. We do. We, we got to make time for that. Um, it's kind of like when you just had a baby and you really have to – you got to make time for romance. Again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you got to find the romance kid. You got to get a babysitter sometimes. Who can we get to babysit this podcast Oh, for God. Us? <laughs> <laughs> do, it's do like, everything for us. It's like inviting like a, like a – you know, someone into our home to like – like babysit like our pet like dinosaur or something yeah, like that. Exactly. We'll be like, oh no 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 don't anger it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it bites, but it's fine. You know, it's okay. It just bleeds for a yeah, little bit. Exactly. <laughs> like, You'll get over it. It's gonna sting. But wow, we really sound jaded. No. Well it's a lot of work. Anyways, thank you all for listening. It's a lot for of doing work. the work of listening and getting your Every friends last to one listen. Of you. <laughs> And writing those reviews. You guys are the best. And really, we do have to thank um, all the people who have. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. <laughs> Don't let imposter syndrome get the best of you, Mariah. No, but I really do feel like so grateful to all the people who've like reached out with their comments and said, this is great. I love it. It sounds yeah. like even the people who said, I'm surprised how professional it sounds. Yeah, which Even was most people. of you actually came back at us with that that comment, which, yeah, good. I mean, don't know why you're surprised, but <laughs> you know, I'm surprised too. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> it's it's mostly Mariah has great editing skills. Oh God, no! It's blood, sweat, and fucking tears, and some and a lot of YouTube videos. But YouTube, well, yeah, yeah, that's what I think. That's what all editors probably. That's the story of the editor. Yeah, it's true. I mean, being a perfectionist is hard. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for both of us sometimes. It's a hard cross to bear. That's why it sounds professional, guys. Okay, that's the secret. So now you know. Um, anyway, uh, wow. all right. Well, where'd we leave off? Yeah, so where are we? Um, speaking of sounding professional, like, what are we doing? Um, okay, so as you already know, this is the podcast where we tell each other the story of each and every person we've ever slept with, starting with number one. Exactly. And in the last episode, oh, today we're talking about number 11. Um, And after right. a little hiatus, in case you're looking back through old episodes and you see a huge gap there. Um, yep. But we've been working on some new content. And so we're really excited for this next um, couple months. We got some fun episodes coming for you guys, including a couple interviews and yes. a Q&A. Um, but this is number 11. And so we got to just do a quick refresher. Um, Where did we leave off last time? Yeah. In the last episode, as I'm sure you all remember, Mariah fell for this sweet, sensual artist guy uh, she met while she was working on a film crew in Guatemala. Um, The whole time she was down there, number five was doing everything possible to stay in contact with her from a distance. It's almost like he could sense that she was falling for someone new. 
<laughs> I'm slipping away, slipping away from his grasp. <laughs> Almost. We're drifting apart. Um, Olivia had a... Uh, uh, she went out on um, her first Tinder date. She tries to order something that she knows she loves and that she's always wanted to try on a first date with a guy who walks in late and then orders a mocktail. Um, Mock, as in not cock. Yeah, yeah. It's, there, there was not a lot of cock in the story in general. Um, but um, Olivia did then buy a one-way ticket to South America and rediscovered her sexual appetite. And yeah, my number alum, my my number alum story, my (laughs) my number eleven story. Well, I'm still in Guatemala for the summer. Um, at this time in my life, I believe I'm around twenty one. Um, and you're soon going to see a familiar character. Just a little (laughs) teaser. I wonder who that could be. (laughs) But really, it's the story of me trying to save the family ranch by lighting the place on fire. If you know what I mean. And, you know, I say that as a euphemism, but I realize there's a lot of Montana in this story. For Some of you guys might get confused. I don't actually have a family ranch. You know? just, <laughs> that's a metaphor. <laughs> I, I got that it was a metaphor. I mean, obviously. But I can't wait to hear about it. Um, in my number 11, it's Halloween again. I've arrived in Bogota, which in English is actually just Bogota, riding high <laughs> on this newly jacked up libido that I have and this is the story of me exploring a new city that I'll come to love and exploring a new sex thing which I'll also come to love albeit a little more gradually Mm. (laughs) what could she be talking about (laughs) oh man well should we get to it all right let's do it without further ado okay so I did. I got to Bogota and I was looking for vacancies at a hostel and found one um, at this cute place in in the Candelaria. Um, The owner, he's a young guy. And when I get there, he's like, yeah, there's beds in the co-ed dorm or whatever. um, But I just want you to know that since it's Halloween, we're going to be throwing a party here. So don't stay unless you want a party. And I was like... I love to party. (laughs) So I ended up staying and um, there was this group of really cool people who are working there um, who some of them I'm actually still in touch with. um, And so they were like really sweet. And since I was one of the only guests, they were paying a lot of attention to me and they kind of helped me make a costume out of like random shit that I had in my bag and they let me make up and stuff. And, um, yeah, I just uh, was getting ready, and uh, the party gets going, and uh, this guy shows up. He's a friend of the sister of one of the owners or something. Um, he's very handsome and skinny, which is just how I like him. <laughs> and, uh, and like a little on the shorter side. And right? a little yeah. on the shorter mm-hmm. side, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty Great. face. Yeah, mm-hmm. delicate features. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> he's, uh, um, I remember him being there. I think he's dressed as a leprechaun. Um, not what we would call a sexy outfit, but uh, I was willing to look past yeah, There's that. not much sexual about a le- leprechaun. <laughs> Very little. I guess it depends on who you ask. Yeah, maybe if you're a leprechauness. Um, but he and I don't talk too much at the actual party at the hostel, but when we go out to the club afterwards, we start dancing together, and then we don't leave each other's side the whole night. And uh, he ends up inviting me back to his place. Mm-hmm. And so we get there, and I mean, how does how to say this? It's this is the first time I have anal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how you say it. <laughs> what a lead in! Good lord, yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying to see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, so it was weird. Like, I was super drunk, and it's not what I was expecting. And it wasn't like he asked. And I I think you should ask. I, I don't – I wouldn't call it a bad experience, and I – think I was fine with it in the moment. I was like, okay, well, this is happening. I'll go with it. Um, 
But I think the next morning I was just a little bit freaked out. Just it was very new to me at the time, which is kind of hard for me even to get back into that headspace. But I just think it's it had never even been like on the menu before. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's just kind of happening. Yeah. So okay. Um yeah, as I say, I think for the record, it's good to ask. I probably would have said yes, because I was down for everything and anything, as I mentioned. I love to party. And I've, like, rediscovered my sexual appetite. I'm off birth control. So, yeah, do what you <laughs> like. Let's do it. But it would have been nice to talk about it beforehand. And uh, to be fair, the details are hazy. We were very drunk, and this was six years ago. So who knows? Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Do you think, like, what do you think, like, why do you think he, like, didn't ask? Like, you maybe just assumed that, like, it was not a big deal or maybe he was afraid you'd say no. I think <clears throat> that later experiences would indicate that he really likes anal. Your data show. And yeah, A B testing came came out positive for for that. Um, no, he just and I think yeah, I think it's weird that he didn't ask. I think he should ask. Yeah. But uh he didn't. I don't know. Or maybe for him it was just so normal that he was just like, Okay, we're doing this. Cause people aren't usually like, I'm gonna go is it okay if I go down on you? Or whatever. You know, they just kind yeah. of like start doing it. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I mean and like the condom was definitely on and it was just kind of like and then yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get I get it. It's 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 one of those things where it's like if you you didn't have like necessarily a bad experience with it. Right. It could have just been the kind of thing where like he'd been in like past relationships where it was just like no big deal. Apart for the course. Yeah. And like he just didn't really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's <clears throat> that's safe to say. Um and so the next morning, there we are, he's like being all affectionate and I just remember this kind of random detail, which is that he told me that he loved the moles on my thighs, um, which Aww, is just weird because I had always hated them. And it was also kind of weird because the word for in Spanish for mole is lunar, which is just such a much better word. Much better word. It means moon. Yeah. It means yeah. synonym with moon. And you can be like, oh, I don't know. It just made so much more sense in Spanish to be like, I love your lunares then I love your moles you know it just sounds yeah. terrible so I was like wow making love in a different language <laughs> I love your moles. also different yeah exactly right no one would say molly, that molly, molly. <laughs> molly, molly, molly. <laughs> so yeah he wanted to have sex again and I was kind of like processing what had happened still mm -hmm. and just right. was ready to go um and he took me – he walked me out to the main road to get a taxi and was like, I really want to buy you, like, a, ba a pastry at the bakery. Like, let me get you a coffee. I was like, I just – really going. And he, <laughs> he wrote out his his Facebook thing, email, whatever, to find him on Facebook on the paper bag with the pastry in it and gave it to me. And I was That's like, cute. okay, bye. <laughs> um, but I – I did hit him up again because it's not like I didn't like him. I just – I was having one of those morning after moments where I was like, I need to leave. Yeah, like I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Um, but then, yeah, once I once I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I'll hit him up again. And so we ended up hanging out a lot during those couple of weeks that I was in Bogota. And I extended my stay in part because people at the hostel were cool and I was having fun with them. And also in part because he was being – so fun. And um, we went to some parties with his friends and he took me out and showed me around Bogota, which was nice because, you know, I know you've been there. It's, it's such a huge city. So it's kind Gigantic. of one of those places that you need someone to show yeah. you around because um, it feels impenetrable otherwise. Unlike I mean, my anus. <laughs> Say, yeah, pardon the pun. <laughs> oh god! So yeah, he he was just funny because he had traveled a lot and he had worked for an airline for many years. So even though he'd kind of chosen that straight and narrow path, I mean, he purchased mechanical parts for a major airline. Um, he definitely loved 
travel and foreigners. And he had dated this French girl um, in the relationship. That relationship had clearly been really important to him. So I don't know what you think about this, but I just think that's kind of a type. Like people mm-hmm. who travel through travelers that they meet kind of or um people who haven't lived abroad but they just like really love meeting people from abroad I don't know yeah yeah I've met people like that before um yeah I mean I feel like I'm trying to think um I'm like wondering if that's like I feel like Americans can be less welcoming sometimes towards like foreigners and less yeah. kind of like interested but there are travels I, I'm, yeah i'm sure that there is that trope with as well here yeah like like in i don't know in the states i'm I just trying think to think we like, wouldn't have experienced it here right yeah. or if it's more just like that colombian hospitality and that people are so you know i welcoming. honestly like i'm not sure if i like really have like a ton to compare it with because i don't know if i really experienced that in spain mm-hmm. um but i definitely experienced that a little bit in in um colombia and i feel like but i i the the thing i would take from that whole experience in colombia and just like a lot of the people that i met was just people are so fucking friendly and social so social yeah so yeah. and like very just like welcoming and caring and yeah i mean obviously not everybody but um i think that that could partly be it also um just i mean i don't i don't want to read too much into it but colombia's history i mean you know i feel like it was really hard for colombians to travel for a while yeah um and so i think a lot of um you know colombians just didn't have the opportunity to travel until mm-hmm. more recently. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and now it's, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Like, and so I think, I think like the other thing I got a lot in um, Colombia was just everybody was just so welcoming to former foreigners in general. Like, yeah, be, partly because I think they really wanted, like what I was told by people was that they really wanted to like change their reputation. Yeah. That's definitely a big kind of not exactly <clears throat> chip on their shoulder because it's not a weird attitude or anything, but it's something that seems like people are cognizant of trying to overcome or whatever. I think with number 11, just because he had date, like he had dated this other girl who was a foreigner and he, <clears throat> he always would tell me that he worked for an airline because it allowed him to travel. And I just think that he was someone who had never had wanted to or been able to actually live abroad, but just I don't know, had this uh, kind of like voracious appetite for things for him. I don't know. Well, and and also like one thing I can <clears throat> I can kind of see happening in that particular story um, is, you know, if he travels a lot for work, like he probably is like he's always coming and going. So he yes. like relates to the people who are like constantly coming and going mm-hmm. kind of like that. There's the people who stay. There's the people who go like yeah. he's like more in the people who go kind of category. Yeah. Um, the other yeah. thing I will say is like, I definitely have met people, I think, like, totally, totally, like, in the States and abroad. Um, I mean, people think that people from other places are exotic. Right. You know, so that's just, like, human nature, I think, um, to some extent. But I definitely have met people who are, like, I'm, like, oh, I'm, like, the third blonde girl that you've Right, you know, there's people who exactly who have kind of a type for dating foreigners, I think, or sleeping with foreigners. Like, if all things being equal in a room, yeah, full of people, they're gonna like come at, they're gonna come for you. Yeah, and I'm not saying that like I would like only date somebody like based on them being foreign, but I'm definitely would be more interested in talking to that person if they're like, oh yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, accent. Definitely. So anyways, um, back Um, to the story, though. We had anal again. Okay. (laughs) All right. I was I was hoping you'd get back to this. I do. Have, I have some questions, but I'll save it for. I'll, I'll let you get through your through your content. Okay. Okay. Um, I will stand here. But yeah, I guess I just want to say I'm kind of starting to like it. I might not be a total convert yet, but you know, I'm I'm starting to see the potential there. Um, and yeah, so we start we parted ways uh, at the end of my stay in Bogota, and then. Um, I went on to travel around Colombia a bit more and uh, other countries in Latin America. We'll get to those. But it was not the last I'd see of number 11 because whereas number 8 had frequent flyer miles, number 11 had unlimited flights and um, he would come to use them. Mm. 
Me gusta, me gusta. I like that. <laughs> um, I think I just had another thought too. Like, I mean, I do, I do like in, in my travels, I've definitely come across people who like, like locals who are like very willing to like change their whole like weekend plans to like show me around. Right. Right. But I think that's just kind of what it comes to the territory of being like a, a woman in your 20s. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> definitely possible. Yeah, and it, it just and it depends, I think, on people. Um, yeah, the culture. Some people just really have a thing of like, oh, we have a stranger in our midst. Yeah. We have to be good to them. We have to treat them well and stuff. And it's not – I think the thing with number 11 was – a notch up from that in a way. I mean, I want to say that he fetishizes foreigners, but yeah. he he just I don't know had kind of this huge appetite for for travel and foreign people. He had some wanderlust. Yeah, and, he had some yeah, wanderlust, wanderlust exactly. Yeah. And he was someone who worked in an office, but had a lot of wanderlust. So it had to had to come out some some old yeah. way. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me, honestly. Um, yeah, and I I think you're right. I think some places are like more culturally like that's they feel like more um I guess obligation not like not that they do it out of a sense of obligation but it's just like yeah. more like typical of them to kind of really try to make that person feel right. comfortable whereas then I don't know like I feel like Spain is not like that well Spain I don't know how it used to be but living in Barcelona I mean it's so inundated with tourists yeah. it's also just like who the fuck cares oh you're from somewhere else yeah, yeah. that's great yeah I mean, like, it's not like you when I lived in this village in India people would hear about my existence and make a trek out to like, come see me you know because they just hadn't seen other people they're curious whatever totally so that's gonna be a different vibe yeah <laughs> yeah I had that experience in um inland China as well yeah like northern China yeah it was yeah. like yeah it, it was interesting to feel to I guess to just feel like yeah, just to be like, I was like, I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> it's like I'm a yeah. celebrity. Yeah, it feels a, a little bit <laughs> celebrity-ish. Oh yeah, yeah. What <laughs> I got woken up from a nap and I came out and there was just a huge family of people who had all come to meet me and Aww. they had like their cameras out. <laughs> yeah, I That's felt like sweet. it was the paparazzi. I mean, I think it also just speaks <laughs> to something kind of endearing about human nature, which is like we do, we are curious and yeah. we do want to like learn from yeah. people. Yeah, we want to see what what people are all about. Yeah, they asked me like questions about the president or something. Thing. This was when it was a good time to be asked <laughs> about that. You're like, yeah, we're like so progressive. Yeah, you know? we're right. Like, it's different. We're a Democrat in office for two terms in a row. Um, I did have some questions about anal, but um, I do feel like we're like in the middle of the work right now. I we cannot be stopped. We cannot be stopped by we work. What are your questions about anal? Um, well, I think one question for me is like. I think before, like, my first time doing it, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I got to – like, I, like, really had to, like, work up to it, you know? Right, right. Like, I think part of it was, like, maybe he didn't tell you because he didn't want you to get, like, all nervous and, like, clench up, Clench you know? up, yeah, yeah, right. Smart guy. <laughs> I mean, so, like, I was just wondering, like, was it, was it, like, comfortable? Yeah, I mean, well, yes, it was – Something I think I had always kind of been interested in. Yeah. And I, you know, not to blow up any particular person's spot, but this I had tried it with other people. Okay, okay, okay. I, you know, I had wanted to try it with other people. Right. And it just kind of um, never really worked. And then I had in my mind, I just wanted to do it with someone who's done it before. And, right and walk number 11 do you think okay my other question is um do you think that there's like a certain time in life when you kind of like enter this phase of like actually being like ready for it because um uh, my boyfriend and I we were talking to our roommate and we were talking about um you know asking <laughs> <laughs> and like our roommate was like He's younger, you know, and he's like 24. He was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I've like never really like thought about that before. And it's like, I mean, he's, right. like, he's like, yeah, like I hear people like talk about that. But it's like and I I kind of like looked back, you know, just to myself, like I feel like there was like a turning point when I was like got more like comfortable with definitely with that 
concept and I feel like I had the same experience of you like I like attempted it with like a few people and right I, it was just like it was kind of scary and we just didn't know what we were doing right. and we we're like Meh, you yeah. know and <laughs> like you're abort, so abort. <laughs> exactly what the consequences could be because you know you've heard the stories I feel like you need like a guide yeah you absolutely know, like you need like a number 11 yep yeah you kind of do yeah. and I would I would recommend it. I because I, I do feel like it's one of those things that it's like it's uncomfortable and kind of like scary and you're like oh my god oh my god and it seems like really hard and you're like can I fit those in there yeah exactly does all this go in there <laughs> but um after you try it, you're like oh my god you yeah. know you're like holy shit well, best orgasm of my life right yeah there's no turning back yeah exactly mm-hmm. so maybe he just maybe that was another thing is like he he also knew it's kind of like when someone gives you a shot <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, obviously, you should ask. You should ask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I. Yeah. It is kind of a. Um, it's something that it's probably better to just work through the awkwardness and weirdness of mm-hmm. of it all slowly but surely, as opposed to having it kind of agree sneak up behind you, if yeah, if you will. But looking at it now. From this angle, I mean, I guess I'm not mad about it, I guess, yeah. because I kind of am glad that I, you know, figured it out. Yeah, it could have been like a really negative experience. Right. Like, definitely. Right. Which is why always ask. Yeah. We always always ask. ask. I mean, that's just a good rule of thumb. Right. So yeah. anyway, all Weird. right. Well, I've delayed it long enough. Yeah, um, let's hear you. My number 11. You know, this one's kind of, this one's, it, it is a bit, I don't know. I'm going to, you know, I don't know. I'll just dive into it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these are, like, not that fun to, like, relive. Relive. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one's just a lot of shit goes down. So, you know, last time you heard from me, I'd had my, like, first electrifying makeout sesh with, you know, number 10, a bedroom-eyed Venezuelan filmmaker <laughs> <laughs> who loved writing magical realism short stories and talking about art. Just wet over here thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're like, we're definitely like in the thick of it. You know, we like go out in the field and we like interview people. Like we're working on this film about um, basically like the farmer to farmer movement. Okay. Um, and kind of this organization that like supports that in Guatemala. Cool. Um, So we're like out in the field. We're learning about sustainable agriculture and we're like, you know, we're getting the shot. And, you know, yeah. and he's like the director and he's like, mm, yes. Um, you know, he's like, maybe put her over here. And, you know, right, it's, it's right. very, yeah, it's, we're just, we're really in it. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I like, how did I like dream up this like little escapade? Like, I know. I couldn't Incredible. make this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is exactly what I needed. Um, so, you know, sometimes we'd like stay up late talking about how, you know, like, like we'd like, you know, just stay up late talking to each other about like our life experience, whatever. And then other times we got drinking, exploring the city. Um, and we had, like, a really good time just hanging out with, you know, the p- other people who were in our group. Um, and then, you know, a lot of times number 10 comes over to my house at night. We have, like, the slow, sensual, you know, sex, as you would with this person. Yes. And, you know, we're talking about our feelings, our creative ideas, and, you know, I'm, like, reading him my poetry. And, you know, it's it's really like that. So anyway <laughs> – uh, basically, number five's, like, worst nightmare has come true. Right. Yeah. And he can sense it, you know? Number five, he can kind of tell, like, somewhere off in the United States where number five has a summer job and he's graduated from college, number five's little spidey sense is going off and he's yes. like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. something's going on. Totally. So eventually we finish the film and the whole entire crew has to leave and I'm staying behind because I'm staying in Guatemala for the entire summer and it's only, like, mid July at this point um, my best friend who'd come there with me she also leaves um, so I start taking Spanish classes and you know the weather is not great it's monsoon season so it's just kind of rainy and I think at this point I'm kind of like okay like I'm like really like I'm just spending time by myself kind of all of a sudden you know okay so number 10 left number 10 left are Everyone you sad left. are you bereft I I'm like I don't know if I feel bereft. I think what I just – I feel alone all of a sudden, you know? Like, right. I've never honestly really been alone. Right. Um, not since the womb, as we know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, not since conception. Not since conception. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was never alone in the womb. Um, right. Right. Yeah. So that's – Not even in the womb, I meant to say. Yeah. Not even in the womb. Wait. In the womb. Exactly. 
Um, so yeah, so I mean, it's, I feel like I'm kind of enjoying it, but I'm also kind of like, I don't really know how to like make friends and stuff like, like I'm kind right. of like, you know, I'm, it's that sort of early phase of adulthood where you're like, I don't really know what to do with myself and you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So whatever. I eventually started making new friends at the Spanish school. I had a good friends that, um, I, I also had a few friends that I'd kind of like, who were like suitors but like I I call them friends and I just <laughs> pretend that they're friends you know and they like uh-huh. invite me to like go do stuff kind of like because you're like I need a friend more than I need a, a suitor yeah yeah one of these guys was exactly like the type you're talking about like okay. he he like you're number 11 like right. he really just wanted to like show me out in the town he was like a lawyer okay and he just like hang out like he'd like just accompany me and we'd just nice. go do random things and then I think I realized later that he was definitely like in love with me but right. um yeah anyway he was nice so uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor sucker <laughs> yeah he had like he was he was he was cute because like he had like uh, like a, an actual big boy job like he was like you know he was a lawyer pretty successful like did well and he like wore like he just he wore like you know suits and tucked in shirts and stuff like that right. and then he'd like go like hang out with me like a 21 year old <laughs> just like <"Burp-a-der." laughs> like yeah i mean pretty standard for business men right? yeah 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 I mean it I I think I just I don't know I just didn't quite register like what was happening and I right. was like they're my friends it's cool um <laughs> yeah this grown-ass man just wants to be friends with me because uh he wants to hear my poems yeah he wants to talk about life with me um and at the same time like number five and I sort of started talking again to some extent because you know I called them back right <laughs> like, after everyone left and I was like sure um, so he keeps saying he really wants to come visit me. And I do tell him about number 10. I'm like, full disclosure, like, this is what's going on. Um, and uh, by the way, I'm still talking to number 10. We still have like feelings for each other. Um, right. And, you know, I, I'm like, I'm not sure if this is a good idea, number five, because I'm like, really have strong feelings for this person. And, and he's like, he's like oh no I'm not like not letting you get away that easily right he's like oh no it's a great idea (laughs) it's an emergency yeah (laughs) but but you know he he kind of is like okay I'm gonna fly down there we'll go on a trip together and I'm like sure like I need more friends you know (laughs) um but no I also like obviously still have like very deep feelings for number five yeah I'm still sorting it out because He's the, you know, love of my life, of course. So, and I still do believe that. You still believe that at this point. Okay. I think I still believe that. I think I'm in love with number 10, but I'm, I'm like, I don't think I ever have with number 10, like the feeling like we need to, we're going to end up together. Right. But I have the feeling that like I can be my authentic self with him and that he like, I need to see that through. Sure. And I think the feeling I probably have around number five and I's relationship is like, okay, I need to go explore and do my own thing and like find myself. And then know? I can come back and be yeah. your wife. Yeah, exactly. I think the exact words I used were, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. You know? <laughs> oh, something I've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so um, the day he's supposed to get there, number five, uh, he calls me from a payphone in Guatemala City, which is three hours away. Um, after he got off the phone and he's like, okay, I'll be in your town in roughly three to four hours. And I was like, okay, cool. So he's taking a chicken bus. Um, and these are really cool. They're just like old school buses basically that like, you know, are public transportation down in Guatemala that um, people like paint. And they call them chicken buses because people will travel on them like with their pets and like, you know, with their chickens and you know right. what have you. So, um, anyway, and it's, they're not super reliable, um, like in terms of like the time frame that you can expect, you're like, I think we'll roughly be there at this point, but they like right. stop and, you know, they kind of just do their own thing. Uh-huh. Um, so I remember coming down the steps of El Pasaje Enriquez, you know, this place. I'm just, can I just pause and just like say <laughs> in the story, like, I'm so intrigued to, cause I can't quite remember it. Like, how are you going to squeeze number 11 into these like <laughs> next three hours? I have no fucking clue, dude. It's, it's hard. Uh, well, okay. Number 11 is very, is a very quick. Okay. Wait, maybe I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. never mind. I'm sorry. Wait, what? What do you mean? Three hours? Well, I'm just like, okay, he's going to arrive and it doesn't matter. It, I, I go through it relatively quick. Wait, no, no, no. Like, no, no. I think I'm crazy. Well, you'll see. You'll I'm see. like imagine. Okay, it doesn't matter. You'll yeah, see. I'll shut up. Okay. <clears throat> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Because you're thinking number five 
number 11 comes before number five gets there. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking in my mind. I'm like, how is this all going to work out? I would say, I mean, number five or number 11 is the end. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, yeah, so he he's, you know, he's taking a chicken bus there. They're not that reliable, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so I'm coming down the steps of El Pasaje Enriquez, which, you know, it's been a while. El Pasaje Enriquez, for those of you who haven't listened to episode 10 in a while, um, it's this huge, basically, colonial building. And I'm living in, like, the top of it, but, like, in the bottom are basically a bunch of bars. And you can, like, it has a walkway in the middle you can walk through, like a passageway, you know? Okay. Um, so I was coming down the steps, it's like raining and, um, and I'm come out to look for him because obviously at this time, like we just don't have reliable phones. Like we all have right. like brick phones, you know? Um, and he doesn't have a SIM card. So, um, and I kind of poke my head out on the street and then I'm like, I turn back and I look down El Pasaje Enriquez, like the passage and I see the back of his head walking with his backpack and I'm like number five and then he turns to see me and then we run toward each other oh and like god. I jump into his arms oh my god in the rain <laughs> it was like a really romantic like whenever I remember the scene I always remember like slow motion yes it's because it was I think what the scene kind of like symbolized to me was just like yeah we're we're like you know we're what do you call it? like we're meant to be together kind of like right. we'll always find each other you know mm-hmm. no matter what mm-hmm. like no matter what adventure we're on you know right um you always make your way back to each other exactly exactly yeah and it's it's like it's like we just fit you know we're just right for each other mm-hmm. um which <laughs> if you've been listening to the last five episodes you're like really though <laughs> um, but you know um, want to so, make you want to make it fit yeah you want to I did I do want to because you know there's so many reasons but um anyway so things go pretty well at first we go on our trip and we have a good time together um but the whole time I feel like I'm kind of comparing contrasting like number five and number 10 and I'm kind of just feeling like I'm just like taking stock of like what's missing in this relationship with number five mm-hmm. um and, you know, I think we, like, we have a few fights, but it was, like, nothing, like, really existential. It's just, like, I think this thing that comes up with number five and I is just, I feel like he doesn't really fulfill my needs in terms of, like, emotional, like, presence in right. a way. Um, and there just are a lot of times where I just feel like he just would go in his, like, own head and, like, I just didn't feel connected to him, you know? Yeah. And we're, like, on this, like, really fun trip with him and I just, like, I miss the camaraderie and sort of just the kind of with number 10, I just kind of feel like we're like two peas in a pod. Like we're like, we can laugh and talk about just fucking anything. And like number five, I feel like we can. And we like, I like, I feel like I've always looked up to him a lot and like he can tell me about like what he knows and I tell him about what I know. Right. But it doesn't feel like the same. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we're like, we're not like vibing, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like we're infatuated with each other basically. Right. Yeah. So interesting. The rest of, uh, you know, the rest of his trip is, is a little bit of a blur. I will warn you. Um, we come back to Shayla and we go out one night where we meet this American guy who turns out to be a teacher at number five's high school. What? <laughs> Crazy. He's like, I'd say he's probably like 35. Um, so, and he's, yeah, he's like 35. He, I think um, number, I think he'd been teaching there long enough where like number five said that he like remembered, like he didn't have him as a teacher. Okay. But he like remembered hearing his name. Okay. Um, And, you know, we're 20 so that seems like it could work. Like you could become a teacher at like 24, you know, or right. 25 or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like, okay, that kind of pencils. Um, but yeah, he's like, you know, at this, he's not like in teacher mode. Like he's like in like hangout, like party. Like he's right. like, I'm visiting a country. He's partying. He's hanging out with this like girl who like I, I think I'd previously met, but this other expat girl. Okay. Um, and so we like all party together basically. Um, and then. <laughs> And then so we like proceed to get blackout drunk. And the next morning, number five accuses me of making out with <gasps> his teacher. Oh, my God. The teacher from his school. I have no memory of this, but like I'm also like I literally just blacked out. Right. You know, and I I'm also just in the throes of like really starting to understand my power as a woman. So like I probably did do it, honestly. This, right. And this is where it's like, yeah, I don't have the moral high ground in the story. <laughs> um. I remember we we fought and I secretly called number 10 for comfort and I think number five like picked up on that. 
Yeah. And and so it was just like, yeah. it was just one of those like really dramatic scenes where right. it was like, no, things are not good. I yeah. just remember like laughing and giggling at the bar and like probably flirting a little bit. Right. But I can't imagine, I, part of me doesn't believe it because I can't imagine I would like, that his teacher would make out. That would be, with yeah. Me. That would be, well, yeah. I mean, it would be really weird. But then maybe he just, yeah, who knows? I feel like I would remember it too. I mean, you know, I mean, even when you black out, you kind of remember what you do sometimes. So anyway, I, I still don't know. I mean, I think maybe. Why would we, he make it up though? I don't, number five, so it comes out later that number five made some other shit up. <gasps> Nothing like crazy, but like my friend Stevie, like, um, oh, I just said her name, but like <laughs> my friend later, she told me, like, she's like, oh yeah, number five told me that this happened, but this never happened between you guys. Okay, right. Made up, okay. I mean, made up stuff with other people. I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying like that would be psychopathic of him to like, accuse you of making out with someone that you didn't unless it was like you were flirting I think I was just like flirting and he with like him. bumped it up to a makeup yeah that's what I think happened that's that's like my personal opinion but like right. I also like I'm not trying to shift blame right like I will fully take the blame for whatever I was not being cool you know he flew here to see me we're ex like we're we 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 call each other exes like we're not together. Right. You know? Okay. So, but like, and so I think but I was like, well, we're right. technically not together, you know, but it's like, yeah, we're, you know. But there he um, is. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. This is such foreshadowing for like two episodes from, from now for mine. <laughs> yes. There's, I mean, I feel like it gets into dicey territory he in the next few episodes. to be with you. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Whatever. Exactly. Yep. Okay. When someone flies to be with you. They are gonna get mad when they when they see you flirting with slash making out with somebody else right in front of them, right? And then calling the person that they told you they're in love with for comfort, yes, because the, your fight was upsetting, right? Um. Anyway, so number five leaves. <laughs> he goes to, like a neighboring vacation town to like lick his wounds. Okay, um, so he's that mad that he he's like, I don't want to be around you anymore. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Ever or just like right now? I don't know. He's and then I think I'm just kind of like. Like, he still has a couple days left. I don't remember exactly how he frames it, but I think he's just like, I don't want to see you right now. And I think I'm not that mad because I'm just kind of like, stop trying so hard, dude. Like, right. I'm trying to be in Guatemala, like, live living my life. I told you where I need to do this, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm being immature about it. Like, I shouldn't flirt with people in front of him. But I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to do this with you right now. So I'm like, right. I think I'm kind of just like, whatever. Um. Then I'm like randomly out with the guy, the lawyer guy friend on a not date um, when number five calls and tells me he's he's going to come back. Um, he flies out, I think, like the next day uh, or maybe like two nights later. And I'm like, yeah, OK, come back. Like, I, you know, I I wanted to see him because like obviously I do like care about him. I want to like smooth things over. But right. at this point, I'm just, just thinking like about the makeup sex that yeah. you're primed to have. It gets dark. It gets dark. So I he know. comes back for one more night before he has to head back to the States. Um, and I can tell that he's just like given up at this point. Like I feel like he's like made his peace with right. we're done basically. Okay. Um, and so I remember we like we drank some rum together in my room. We kind of sat there and like I'm kind of just like numb to what's happening. We talk about our love in the past tense. You know, it, our tones are just kind of resigned. You know, I feel like we're yeah. like we're like two drinking buddies just – Hanging out, and we're like that was a wild ride. Like you know? war stories, stopping war stories. Yeah, and um, yeah, and he tells me that he believes that I will love a lot of men, and he's not wrong. Okay, it, it was it was interesting. He's like, I just believe that you will fall in love a lot, or hmm. something like that, or like okay. I believe that you'll have a lot of love in your life, or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, you're, and he he was right. Yeah, he really was. He was right. Um, and I apologize to him for whatever happened at the bar with his teacher. <laughs> whatever that was. I just love that it was his teacher. It's so random. Like, you can't Incredible. make this shit up. Incredible. And and then I'm like, okay, like, I ask him to punish fuck me. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I remember asking him to, like, hit me harder, and he did. And it felt genuine. Like, I could really feel his anger. You know, I, yeah. I like, asked him to it, and, like, right. I was like, you know, like I just I was like in pain. Like I was like sad that we were I knew this was like us basically ending things. But like and so I was like sad. But I think I was just kind of like 
I just didn't know how to like, I wanted, you know how sometimes you just want to like feel your pain like in a way, yeah. mm-hmm. like it was very like emo of me, but then, but then like he like, I was like, no harder. And like, I just really felt his anger. Yeah. I really felt like through his dick. No, through his like slap. Okay. Yeah. Right. And and I was like, it just felt really dark. And I just felt real like I felt like deeply sad in that moment that yeah. like he'd I felt how mad he was at me. Right. You know, I felt how like broken we were and like how and I feel like there's just and I think looking back in that moment, it's what I was really feeling was just like, yeah, there's no coming back from that. Like he's to this day, like that anger. Right. You know, exists there. with him. Like he fucking hates me. So um the next morning he has to leave early, like four or five AM. And, you know, I just really feel his absence. Like I feel like it's like this ringing silence. I'm like, okay, I'm alone and I like finally get to like be on this adventure, but then I like I'm alone and I have to figure this out for myself. Right. Um so number eleven, you ask. <laughs> well, don't worry. This won't take much time. The rest of the summer is kind of interesting. I get really oh lonely, God. like living alone at El Pasaje Enriquez. Um, but I make more friends at the Spanish school and I decide to move into this like um, shared co-living space basically called the yoga house. And it's like super fun. Um, nice. And so I like meet a bunch of people. And um, another weird thing that happens is I agree to go on a weekend trip with a guy who's like one of the guys who I think is my friends. Mm. And my Spanish teacher basically like LOLs at me when I tell her what I'm about to do. I'm like, yeah, we're just friends. And then when they pick me up, it's basically like him and his buddies and they're like wives and babies plus us. <laughs> and then the drive turns out to be 15 hours long. And <gasps> I like don't bring enough cash because I like don't really know how long we're going to be gone. And it's right. just kind of one of those really uncomfortable experiences. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's like a learning experience. But shit happens. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, I start singing in a band. Um, We go to this after hours club. Yeah, there's like this group of like, I don't know, like expats and locals who like play together. And I'm like, sure, why not? And I just like, I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing, actually, because I was like, "Ah." it's like singing my heart out, you know, (laughs) but like, (laughs) like, get over yourself, you know, but I was 21. That's the only way to get over yourself is just by doing it. Just being a (laughs) being a weirdo. Um, And so like we. We'll we'll like go out to these like kind of weird discotecas that are like I don't know just just like interesting vibes like they feel kind of seedy at t- at times yeah. like and then we go to this after we'll often go to this after hours club called Gay Bar and um, I will try to flirt with this guy who has no interest in me. Um, by the end of the summer, I'm ready to go home. I finish out my time there by getting pretty drunk and bringing a total stranger home back to Yoga House. This is my last night. Okay. I have absolutely no recollection of his face or name. Um, and then I pack my shit and get the hell out of there. Fuck yeah. Wow. That was quite a ride. It's quite a ride. That was quite a ride. So how are you feeling at this point about your summer? I'm feeling good about my summer. I mean, I think the last part of it was like – so the the last part of it was I just – it was more alone time than mm-hmm. I think – I was. I remember definitely being like ready to go home and right. like see my friends and kind of just like be back in my life. And, and are you going to see number five again when you – will he be around? We don't talk the rest of that summer. Right. Um, and but, he's has left Missoula. Okay, he's left Missoula. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, so we're not really talking. I think maybe occasionally we email. Okay. Um, I'm talking to number 11 quite a bit. And I think number 11. Um, I number think 10. By, or, sorry, number 10. Um, I think at this point, number 10 has decided he's going to come visit me. Oh, In okay. September. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So that's the story of uh, my number 11. Okay. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's uh, as I keep saying, but I just, I have no words. Um, I know. The teacher part, you just really can't. Yeah, I can't make this shit up, as you say. Uh, just wanted to remind you guys uh, not to forget to send us your sex stories, and we will put them on the podcast. You can email it as a voice memo to what's your number pod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail 859-904-9332 and keep it under three minutes and include which number is naturally. Baby, if you want me, come and get me. I swear I'll make it easy. On my eyes is what you are
Thanks so much for listening to What's Your Number. Music on this episode and all episodes up till now is by No Fancy. We are so excited to be back from summer break. Thank you for hanging out and holding on while we took a little pause from putting out episodes to work on some new content. Um, And as promised, it is here. Make sure to go over to our Instagram and follow us at What's Your Number Pod. We have new photos, a whole new look um, underway over there. We're publishing photos of young Olivia and Mariah on their travels and a lot more stuff about our reflections and our experiences from this time in our lives. So make sure and check that out. And um, while you're at it, head over to our website, which has also been revamped, um, whatsyournumberpod.com. We've got some more info about us, some more photos, um, more current photos. And we are also putting up some articles on our blog. So that's really exciting. Lastly, just wanted to give you guys a heads up that we have some really exciting guest interviews uh, coming up in future episodes as well. So we have stories from other people from other places, doing other crazy shit, and learning from it, which is, you know, what this this podcast is all about. So thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time for the story of number 12.